0: simple things like, God bless you when someone sneezes and I hate you when someone upsets you. Those are blessings and curses that happen every day. You may not realize it, but with the power of your words, you have an effect on people's lives. Speak life, not death. Bless and do not curse. Join the messengers today as we learn how to bless and not curse.
1: Well, hello everybody. This is Marcus and Trisha, and we are
0: the Messengers. Yeah!
1: yeah. Are you excited to hear we're back on with another episode? And this episode, we're going to be talking about
0: blessings and cursings.
1: Right. So this is actually the episode we're doing uh, the weekend of Easter weekend or Resurrection oh, weekend.
0: That's right. Yeah. Resurrection Sunday. Yeah.
1: And we just uh, today even released a new audio drama that Trisha had written. It's That's called right. The Greatest Day in History. And, man, I had a really good time putting this together. Yeah. And we had a great time going to different people's houses and, um, you know, having them record some of the, the audio for us and putting it all together. It was really fun to do all this. So I hope I look forward to doing some more in the future.
0: Yes. and this
1: But this is going to be really neat. I'm excited about this.
0: Thank you so much for doing it, Marcus. Yes. You put He did all the work. He put everything together and sound and music and all that fun stuff so when it sounds like it's just perfectly smooth and recorded so easily he did a lot of work and uh he did a very good job it was
1: really cool but uh without you writing that story it would never have been so it okay. started with you but if you would like to hear this uh, radio drama uh it will probably be at the end of this show i think i'm going to pop it at the end Okay. And also, you can go to the messengersradio.com and click on the radio drama button, and it will be right there. Aha. Uh-huh. So go and check it out The Greatest Day in History.
0: That's right. Original and story. It was the greatest day in history, That's Resurrection. Right.
1: <laughs> That's right. All right. So now we're going to come back to our Blessings <laughs> and Curses <laughs> radio right. show.
0: That's right. So today, today, right now, we're going to be looking into various blessings and cursings that not only happen in the Bible, but they still happen today in our everyday lives. Right. And we're not just talking about like voodoo, but we're also talking about blessings that you would say to someone. So we're talking about blessings and curses that people in the Bible received from God. We receive blessings and curses all the time in our everyday life. And the important thing to remember is that we need to speak blessings and not curses. Right.
1: So we're going to go over quite a bit of scripture in this one. But right now, we're going to begin in the beginning. So we're going to start with Adam and Eve, the first two. (laughs) Yes. God blesses Adam and Eve in Genesis 128. And this is out of the NIV. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And we still have that authority.
0: We do. We do. He gave us that blessing. And notice that when they fell, he did not curse them. He couldn't curse what he had blessed. Right. So, But he cursed the things around them. Like he cursed the serpent. He said that he would always be under the heel.
1: Right. He would Um, always crawl on the ground.
0: That's right. And he cursed the ground so that Adam would have to work it all the days of his life. Right. And he cursed Eve with childbearing. Thanks so much, Eve. (laughs) (laughs) And
1: those can be found in Genesis 3 verses 14 to 19. So we encourage you to go look at that too. Yes. And we're going to give you several scriptures that we're not going to be reading, but mm-hmm. we encourage you to get your pencil and pen out or paper <laughs> and all that good stuff. Whatever you have to write with, just don't scrawl anything in blood. That's that's just weird. Yeah. But scrawl these, or write these down <laughs> and uh, uh, go back and read these. We, we encourage you because uh, the blessings and curses, especially the Beatitudes, are really good.
0: We'll Any, get there. <laughs> absolutely. Next, we're going to talk about... Noah. Noah. Very good. Wouldn't you
1: just know it?
0: <laughs> okay, that's no. no. That's no one.
1: Noah <laughs> <laughs> no one. So. Alright,
0: all right. well God blessed Noah and his sons. That's
1: right. So in Genesis nine one, it says then God blessed Noah and his sons, saying to them, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth. That's pretty interesting because he told
0: Adam and Eve to do the same thing, didn't he? That's right. Well, he had to start all over from the beginning. Right. That's right. So he wants all of us to do that. Yep. But then Noah had a trip up, kind of. He got drunk one night. Yeah. And he was in his tent and he was uncovered. So Ham went in and saw him, his youngest son.
1: Right. And and he wasn't just uncovered. He was like naked.
0: Well that's uncovered. Completely. Well, so right? I just want
1: everybody to think that, you know, just maybe he just needed he was cold or something. No. No, he, he was drunk and he was naked. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that that so, just that that brings more of the point out to me, I think.
0: Okay, I'm All sorry. Right. Now I want you to see the point. Right. So if you needed that there when you're listening to us right now, if you needed <laughs> to know that Noah was naked. He was naked. <laughs> <laughs> So hopefully you get it. (laughs) So what Noah did when he found out, because Ham like started telling everybody, hey, uh look at my dad and stuff like that. And so Noah, he cursed Canaan, which was Ham's youngest son. Right. He couldn't curse Ham because God had already blessed him. Right. God had blessed all three of the sons, so he couldn't curse Ham, and nobody really knows exactly why he cursed Canaan, because Ham had other sons. But there was some speculation that Canaan reminded him of Ham or had a lot of the same personality traits, and so. All right. All right. But you can find that all of that in Genesis nine twenty-one through twenty-seven. Right. Write it down.
1: <laughs> and go back and read it later. All right, so we're going to keep moving. We're going to look at Abram to Abraham. So he had his name changed. That's right. So God blessed Abram in Genesis 12, 1 through 3. Write it down. We're not going to read that one.
0: <laughs> so then, while Abram was traveling around, before he became Abraham, he acquired many things because he was blessed by God. And on one of his travels, he came across Melchizedek, who was a priest. And he blessed Abram, and Abram offered him 10%, which is his tithe. Right. So he gave that to Melchizedek, um, just like he would offer a tithe to a, a church, church. Or to, yes.
1: to a priest or to uh, you right. know, a temple.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, temple of God.
0: And you can find that in Genesis 14, 18 through 20. Absolutely.
1: So, we're going to keep moving along. Is that okay with you guys out there? Just shake, nod your head if that's... Okay, good. All right. They're nodding their head.
0: Oh, they are? Uh, Okay.
1: You you just didn't see it. I didn't see (laughs) it.
0: But I trust you.
1: Excellent. (laughs) Now we're going to look at Abraham and Isaac. And this is where... uh, This is Genesis 22, 6 through 8 out of the NIV. And this is where uh, Abraham is taking Isaac up to sacrifice his one and only son because God said he said to do so mm-hmm. and he was ready to do it. He was. And he 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 just knew if, if he did it, God would bring him back somehow. He didn't he didn't know how or why but or what what happened, but he just knew he would come back with his eyes with his son Isaac. Mm-hmm. So all right, so Genesis twenty two six through eight of the out of the NIV says Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac. And he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke and said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. So he just knew something, something was going to happen. He didn't want to, I'm sure he probably didn't want to scare his son.
0: (laughs) Right. You're going to what? You're going to what to me? (laughs) I
1: think Isaac, Isaac was close enough with God also that he probably was willing to go through that because he probably knew God would, would do something different too. Mm
0: -hmm. And he seemed to trust his father. So he, you know, he thought, he wondered about that. That seems strange, but okay. You know, if that's what... If that's what you believe, Father, then I will go along with you. Right. And that's how we need to be with God. You know, when God tells us something, we need to be, Okay, God, you know, if that's what you say, then we'll do it.
1: And, you know, if God tells us to do something, we need to be able to distinguish God's voice. If you're not able to do that, then I suggest getting more into the Word. (laughs) And and learning about what God would tell you to do, what God would say. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, the devil can come like God. And, and whisper these little things in your ear, these these mm-hmm. ideas and things. And yeah. if it doesn't line up with the word, then you know
0: it's not from God for That's sure.
1: Right. That's so, right.
0: So, all right. And we'll be talking in later episodes about more about hearing from God and listening to God and right. things like that.
1: So, if you're not if you're in the Decatur, Texas area, you ought to come and visit the Father's House. And uh, on Sunday mornings, because Trisha and I teach Sunday school there. And yeah. you know, we're, we're, the things that we talk about on the radio show were a few weeks ahead in Sunday school. So <laughs> yeah. we kind of, Trisha kind of uh, converts it for the for the radio show. So, yeah. so anyway, all right, so let's move on to let's, Abraham. Let's
0: We're going to move down just a few verses. Yes. And this is where um, Abraham, he changed his name to Abraham. God changed his name. Abraham didn't just say, hey, I'm going to change my name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So there was a reason.
0: There was a reason, and this is why.
1: Genesis 22, 17 to 18, out of the NIV says, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring... All nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me.
0: Amen. Amen. I am glad we have the blessings of Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go on down to Isaac and Jacob. Yes. And we may not know the story. If you <laughs> want to read the story, it's in Genesis 27. But uh, Jacob deceitfully took the blessing of Isaac from um, his brother Esau. Esau was the oldest and Jacob was next. It was time for Isaac to give a blessing to his oldest son. And when, in those days, when they gave their blessings, what they said to their children, that was just like the words of God. Right. That was a blessing from God through, like it was a blessing from God through Isaac to it Esau. went to, or- Jacob. It It went to to Jacob. It
1: went to Jacob, but it was supposed to go to Esau.
0: Right. But Jacob, like, deceitfully did all these things, and um, he ended up getting, receiving the blessing from Isaac.
1: Well, We have to understand something also. It wasn't just Jacob that did it. His mother was the one that really kind of conspired to do all this together. Mm
0: -hmm. She's like, here, do this, do this, do this. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is what your father wants. Yeah, but definitely go back and read Genesis twenty seven. This this yeah, really gives the whole it, account of it. Yeah. And uh all the things they did to trick his father and put yeah. this animal <gasps> skin sad, on, his, <laughs> on him. It was it was wild.
0: But you know, God honored that part. When he gave that blessing to Jacob,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he honored that. God right. honored that.
1: Even though it was deceitfully.
0: Right. All right. So But he once Isaac blessed jacob he couldn't take that back right so we'll read genesis twenty-seven thirty-three and see what happens
1: right so isaac trembled violently and said who was it then that hunted game and brought it to me i ate it just before you came in and i blessed him and indeed he will be blessed
0: that's right he knew that it was a blessing that he could not take back so he couldn't say jacob i'm taking that blessing and giving it to esau yeah he, God had already ordained it. Well, all right, so let's move on down to uh, Genesis forty-nine. We're not going to read all these either, but the Genesis forty-nine is the account of the blessings and curses of Jacob's sons, yeah. which are the twelve tribes right. of Israel. Right. So some of them received blessing, and some did not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but but they they each were blessed because they. Got their land and things like that. Mm-hmm. But some of them had to work harder <laughs> <at it.
1: laughs> yeah. so, All right. So and let's then, move on to Deuteronomy. This is actually, uh, uh, this is going to be out of Deuteronomy 28. That's right. And 1 through 14 are actually the blessings for obedience.
0: That's right. And we want to read just a couple of them. Um, I want to read verses 3 through 7. Okay. You know what? I'm going to go back and read from one because that makes more sense. Deuteronomy 28.1 If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you on high above all the nations on earth. And these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land, and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds, and the lambs of your flocks. Your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in, and blessed when you go out. So that's a lot of blessings. That is a lot
1: of blessings. And it continues.
0: Verse 7 says, The Lord will grant that the enemies that rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction and flee from you in seven. (laughs) That's awesome. Because they talk about that in the New Testament about Satan. Mm -hmm. The enemy comes against you and then he will flee from you in seven.
1: And then there's even more curses for disobedience.
0: That's right. When you look
1: at Deuteronomy 28 verses 15 to 68. Yeah. So the obedience go from 1 to 14. And the disobedience goes from 15 to 68.
0: Yes, and a lot of that is just the opposite. Like you will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. So right. a lot of them are opposite for the first few ones. But then it's like, man, curses for everything that <laughs> that you do wrong. And that's not because God wants you right. cursed right. more than he wants you blessed. <clears throat> it's just, It's just that if you obey him blessings will automatically flow and he he wants to give you those blessings it's kind of like with our son right now we're going through some teenage years and we kind of have to show him the what's going to happen if he disobeys right so it's kind of like the worst report you know if you do this and this and this then this will happen but at the same time you will be so blessed if you don't do this at all, you know, we won't have to worry <laughs> about any of those. But you have to, he had to tell him, this is what's going to happen if you don't obey.
1: Right. So he had to give not only the, uh, the, the great things that would happen, but right. also show them the other side of it. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's move on. We're going to look at some Beatitudes. All righty. And so this, these are, uh, this is when Jesus blesses. Right. And this is Matthew five verses one through 12, and it will be out of, I'm not reading the whole thing, but it's out of the NIV, what I'm going to be reading. So this also was the introduction to the Sermon on the Mount.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So let's look at verse five. Uh, Matthew five verse five. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up and on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and began to teach them. Or he began to <laughs> teach them. And this is the beatitudes. He starts off in uh, verse three.
0: and that's Matthew's account of what happened. So we're going to jump over to Luke and see what he says about these.
1: Right. And these were the same. This was the same. Uh, the same time. Right.
0: Right. Just different. And, it, different and it's outlooks. interesting to
1: see how, how it's a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: also in this, Jesus goes on and warns about the bad things that will happen. So.
1: The woes.
0: <laughs> All right. So Luke six twenty through twenty six in the NIV is where we're reading this. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven. For that is how their ancestors treated the prophets.
1: And here come the woes.
0: There's the woe. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. Mm. That's false right. Ones, Let's kind of put this in context of what it is today. So he's not saying if you're rich then you're not going to be blessed. You right. know, something bad's going to happen to you or right. or if you're not going hungry right now. Or if you laugh now that you'll always weep later. He's right. just saying these people that are doing that in spite of him, the people who are negatively doing that or like the Pharisees who are laughing and are, you know, eating all the people's food while the, the regular people go hungry. Those are the ones that he's saying woe to, the ones right. that are comfortable with the world and walking like with the devil, you know, woe to those people. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Because I want to clarify that.
1: Right. It would be easy to look at that and think, "Oh my gosh, man! If I'm going to be happy here on earth, does it mean if I'm a Christian and I and I and I uh, go to heaven, I'm going to be sad?" Yeah. So, no, 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 no. You will definitely not be sad in heaven. I promise that.
0: <laughs> and he and he doesn't want us sad here on earth. He wants us to be happy. Right. This is that's all about the relationship with him. He loves us, and and we are to love him joyfully you know right. we choose Absolutely. to love him and that's great
1: yes all right so let's look at where jesus blesses children and we're not going to read this one either but write down write this down mark 10 13 through 16 and this is where these kids started coming to jesus and the disciples were like send these kids away send these away and he's like hey no <laughs> unless you become like one of these little children you can't enter the <laughs> enter into heaven
0: that's right
1: so but that's that's a great scripture to look at yeah once again mark 10 verses thirteen to sixteen
0: and also uh, we're gonna go through Jesus blesses the disciples as he goes up to heaven yeah,
1: as he ascending
0: and that is luke twenty four fifty through fifty one right that's just a blessing that he gives the disciples as he's leaving so you right. You should look that up and read through that. Write it down.
1: (laughs) All right, so let's look at some blessings and curses that come from the same mouth.
0: Well, all blessings and cursings Mm. come from the same mouth Right. when you say them, and that's not good. James talks about that in chapter 3, verses 8 through 10.
1: Right, so I'm going to read this out of the Amplified this time. But no one can tame the human tongue. It is a restless evil, undisciplined and unstable, full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. Out of the same mouth comes both blessings and cursing. These things, my brothers, should not be this way. For we have a moral obligation to speak in a manner that reflects our fear of God and profoundly respect for his precepts
0: that's right so we as Christians as believers should be blessing people and not cursing people if we if we go around cursing people then we're the same as the people of the world and that it shouldn't be that way at all right so we also, we find in Proverbs, the power of the tongue. And we have talked about this in several episodes. And it is so important. Your words are so incredibly important. Right. But this is what it says in Proverbs.
1: This is 1821 out of the NIV. The tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit.
0: That's right. So if you speak life, the fruit is juicy and wonderful and tastes so good. But if you speak death, then you don't want to eat that fruit. No,
1: no. it's very bitter.
0: It is. So we should bless people and not curse them. For the Bible tells us if we bless, we will be blessed. But if we curse, we will be cursed. Right. Ouch.
1: So also, we're going to look at Romans 12:14. It said, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. So when you curse others, you are judging them. And Jesus tells us in Matthew 7, 1 through 2, about judging others. And this is out of the NIV. Do not judge, or you will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you
0: i think of all the times that i may have judged someone or you see someone that looks like they're crazy or looks unbecoming yeah like we have been listening and watching series on todd white and he's a an evangelist right. but he doesn't look like your
1: standard evangelist he's got <laughs> these right. long long dreads and doesn't wear like regular clothes this guy is just amazing though
2: he is
0: full Man. of jesus and full of power
1: and everywhere but... he goes he just speaks life that's right he does not there's there, there's no cursing coming out of his lips
0: no <laughs>
1: but this guy just speaks life everywhere he goes And daily he sees people come to the Lord. That's right. And daily he sees miracles. And, you know, he he says, you know, this should be something that is not unusual in a Christian's life. Mm -hmm. Seeing people healed should be a normal everyday thing and and that's that's what we're striving for. Yes. We want to see people come to the Lord every day. We want to mm-hmm. see people healed every day. Yes. We want to be able to lay our hands on them and see them healed and recovered and see God get the glory for it. You yes. know, it's not about us. No. It's all about <laughs> God through us. It is. And all and everything points back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. How awesome is that? It has to. <laughs> you know?
0: But you can easily misjudge people by the way they look or um, things that they do. just it's easy to misjudge people sometimes, right. but you can't do that. You can't sit there and judge someone because first of all, you don't know if God is working in their life, how He's using them, mm-hmm. things like that. So if you were to judge someone, it says the same measure of you know that you use will be used back to you. You're gonna be judged. The way that you judge.
1: It also says, judge not lest ye be judged.
0: That's right. So bless others and be a blessing to others. Show people the blessings God has given you in the behavior you extend to them. Show the unbelievers how great it is to be a believer. Amen. We need to be making people want to be a Christian. So... Many people of the world are looking around and seeing miserable Christians. And they're like, why would I want to be a Christian? We need to be joyful and happy and have act like at least we have this wonderful life. We need to show people, like rehearse our victories like we just, mm-hmm. our, our last episode.
1: And if you don't have a wonderful life, something's wrong because you got Jesus inside you. And if you don't have Jesus inside you, then, you know... There, there's something there, there's just something wrong there right. there has not been a full heart change
0: mm-hmm. so and we'll give you that opportunity in just a minute yes, absolutely <laughs> this is what we came up with this is some ideas that that God was showing me today so the next time someone cuts you off in traffic <laughs> yeah makes you so mad I know yeah. s- someone at this table gets a little frustrated with traffic and one of us doesn't drive. <laughs> so, <laughs> But what you need to do is like swallow that frustration and say, bless them, Lord. Even if you have to say it like that, bless them, Lord. (laughs) But just saying, you know, just blessing them, mean it from your heart, you know, as much as you can. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It could be, I always think of it like this. It could be that they are going to the hospital or they're going to someone that somewhere that they have to be right, right then you know so you don't know it, you don't know it could be something right. like that and if you just get mad and grumbly and grouchy it's just going to make you upset it's not going to hurt that person at all
1: right and they probably don't even think about it they don't but i, I mean i had this great story told me a day this, this guy was telling me that uh yesterday he was uh in traffic and this truck wanted to get in he was like passing everybody and and he just looked over at the guy and said, No, you're not coming in. The guy rolled down his window, and he rolled down his window, and the guy was hurling some insults at him. And So anyway, he, didn't, he went out not letting the guy in. But as he went forward, uh, the Lord just spoke to him, and he said, Hey, you need to apologize to that guy. And they're sitting in traffic. <laughs> He's just like, uh, I don't think I can get to him. So God made a way. So God made a way. And he got out of his car. And wa- started walking back with his hands in the air to show the guy he wasn't coming back uh, to this guy's truck uh, in in anger or anything or with any kind of a weapon. But uh, he went back there and he just he just said, "Look, man, I, I just need to apologize to you." And and he apologized to mm-hmm. the guy, and it was a really good experience for him. Yeah, you know. So you know, we really need to be listening to God. If if you're yes. getting upset, you know, just turn it over to God. Say, you know what, God. I don't know what's going on with this person. They may be in a rush for something or they may just not know how to drive. (laughs) So God bless them and get them to wherever they're supposed to be safely. That's right. So you don't know, but you know, it's not for us to know sometimes. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So just, just Mm -hmm. bless them, bless them and don't curse them.
0: So for example, when someone at work causes you grief, just bless them. Same thing. Even if you have to walk away, as you're walking away, just say, bless him, Lord, <laughs> bless him, <laughs> bless him, bless him. And if you're like in an argument with your neighbor, which has happened before, right. and they curse you to your face, right. the best thing to do is smile and say, God bless you.
1: Or Jesus loves you.
0: That's right. Jesus loves you. And it and says in Romans 12, 20 through 21.
1: I'm going to read this out of the Amplified. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For by doing so, this will, I love this part, heap burning coals on his head. And, it, and it, it's, it's kind of like, it's almost like your revenge on them by being nice.
0: Yeah. But
1: then it goes on to say in 21, uh, do not be overcome and conquered by evil, but overcome evil with good.
0: So that's right. When something bad happens, just bless the person who does it or... To say something nice. (laughs) When you bless others, you really bless yourself. Yes, you do. You do. Don't make life harder on yourself by cursing people or things. That just makes Satan happy and God sad. Right. We don't want to make God sad. No. We want to make God happy. God's always happy, though. He is. He he loves us. He's always happy. He's He's always there
1: for us. And if we do something wrong like that, if we curse somebody you know just repent say god yeah. i'm sorry uh, we we need to start again
0: yeah, yeah. he's he's never going to love you any less right. no matter what you do he he can never love you less
1: and he's always there with his arms wide open waiting for you to come back
0: he is definitely amen amen so speak life
1: yes all right so we've come to the end of our show and i would like to ask you people out there that are listening if you have ever received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Now, this is a a life choice. This is an eternal choice. This is a choice that is the choice of all choices, I suppose you could say. <laughs> yeah. So, choosing to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior is the most important decision that you will ever make. Don't take my word for it. Let's just look at what God's Word says. We're going to look at Romans 10, verses 9 through 10, and also Romans 10, 13. So it says in Romans 10, verses 9, that if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And over in Romans 10, 10, it says, For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you skip a couple lines down at Romans 10, 13, it says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved
0: amen
1: so by the grace of God he has done everything already through Jesus Christ to provide salvation your part is to just give it up to him you just need to believe and receive what he's already done mm-hmm. it's not by the things that you've done it's not by the works that you've done by the 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 nice things you've done for other people it's not anything that way you see Christianity is the only uh, religion that uh, that has a that has a savior where you don't have to do works. It's not about what you've done. It's about what Jesus has done. That's right. If you have been trying to work your way up to where you can be better, and you think that you've done too much, and God just is, is, can't forgive you right now, you have to understand this. God has already forgiven you. It was taken care of on the cross on Calvary. That's right. You Like I said, all you need to do is just confess Jesus as your Lord. And believe that God raised him from the dead. So if you are ready to do that, if you're ready to make a eternal decision and turn your life over to Jesus, uh, I'm not telling you that, that if you do this, that everything is going to be peachy keen. Because it's probably going to get harder. But the fact is, if you're living for the Lord, you have changed your eternal dress. That's right. Alright, so if you are ready to do this, I want you to pray this out loud with me. Jesus... I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. So, the very moment that you commit your life to Christ the truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit and now that means there is a brand new you so welcome to your new life and if you have just prayed that prayer with us uh, i would encourage you to get in touch with us we're not going to try to get you into uh, a, we're not going to try to get you to come to our church no. but what we are going to do is encourage you to get into bible mm-hmm. if you don't have a bible let us know we'll yeah. get you a bible somehow there are free bibles out there for app for your phone yeah uh, great things out there but i'm yeah. telling you you if you made this decision you have to get in the word you need to find out who you are in christ mm-hmm. and what the word says you are and what you can do mm-hmm. what you have. so you mm-hmm. have got to do this daily too so anyway if you have made this decision go to our website at themessengersradio.com click on the contact button and you can fill out that form and that will email both trisha and myself now, if you want to email one of us individually, our individual emails are above that. So if you want to do that, you can, you can certainly do that as well.
0: And, and we won't say anything on the radio if you don't want us to. We right. won't you know, talk about anything that you say. It's all private.
1: Absolutely. So just let us know in the email if you don't want us to talk about it. Because you know, it, when, when, when somebody comes through something, uh, it's important that, the, that when you have a testimony of coming through something that you share it with other people. So if you have testimonies, we encourage you to share those testimonies with us. Let us talk about it on the air because your testimony may touch somebody else's life that we can't even touch. But because we read your testimony and somebody else heard it, that can be a complete blessing to them. And that can bring them through something that they've, that they've been struggling with.
0: Yes. So definitely.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, look us up on Facebook and Twitter. You can do that on Messengers Radio. Just search for that. On Facebook. On Facebook and Twitter. And Twitter? And Twitter.
0: Messengers Radio?
1: Right. Messengers Radio. Not the Messengers, but just Messengers Radio.
0: Yeah. We're trying to get this all worked out. We're trying to get all of our social media. So... Yeah. (laughs) We're having fun. We'll get there. (laughs) Look for us also on YouTube. And I don't
1: know what that is. You don't know what the channel is? No. But you can can look up the uh, videos we started. We started a video for... Rehearsing your videos last week. And you to get that on our... Rehearsing your victories. Not rehearsing your videos. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, check it out on the website on the Rehearsing Your Victories uh, page. Yes. All right. Okay. And also, uh, right after this, be listening for our newest radio drama.
0: The Greatest Day in History.
1: Original story by Trisha Draper. That's me. Thank you, guys.
0: Thank you. We, we love, love you. We love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: The Messenger's Radio proudly presents an original story by Tricia Draper, titled, The Greatest Day in History.
0: The day dawned bright and clear. I just knew it was going to be a great day. Little did I know that it was going to be the greatest day in all of history. There were only two beings in the whole universe that knew what this day held, and one of them would be dead by sundown. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. I can still remember feeling the sun warm me up from the inside out, bottom to top. My branches swayed in the wind. My leaves danced and played with the breeze. Yes, I was a tree. A rather beautiful one, if I may say so myself. My whole world was planned and prearranged by the Creator, as was everyone's. I was no different from any other tree, at least until that day. Soon after daybreak, several men came, axes in hand. The first tree to fall was the one to the right of me. He was much like me. We appreciated each new day. He didn't have the strong belief and thanks for our creator as I did, but he knew who the creator was. The next one to fall was to the left of me. He was one of those stubborn old, my roots are planted, I refuse to change, trees. He also believed that the world just bang came into being. Anytime we would begin to talk about their creator, he would just huff. That day was no different. He cursed everyone, the men, the earth, the earth gods, and even me. I tried to calm him, but he looked at me long and hard. He proposed the same question unbelievers always ask believers, the one that is hardest to answer.
2: If there was a God, why would he allow this to happen?
0: Just then, he fell. I felt the pain of axes jabbing my trunk. However, his question cut me deeper than any blade ever could. We knew the day was going to be different, but no one could have guessed our role in history. We were hauled off and quickly cut down into pieces. I wondered if I would become a chair, a child's toy, or any number of things. I was surprised to see that they were cutting us into two main parts. The men seemed to be in a hurry. They were not taking time to smooth us out or sand us down. All too quickly, they were finished. They hammered, poked, prodded us into shape. They tugged and pushed on us to make sure that we were steady. As they stood back to admire their work, we realized with horror what we had become. A trio of crosses.
2: Well, I should have known. Nothing good has ever happened to me.
0: I must admit, I felt a little let down myself. I was hoping to bring joy to another, not pain and sorrow. Oh dear, I, I don't like this either. I wish I was back in the forest. Well, think of it this way, I said. The men that are put to death on us are people who have done very bad things. We might be able to bring some relief to the people these men have hurt. It wasn't a great explanation, but the thought calmed me a bit. It seemed to help the cross on the right.
2: Hmm. Sure. You always try to see the good in everything. This time, you can't. You know it is horrible to be cut down and twice as insulting when you are only used to help kill others. So where is your precious creator now? If he truly cared about you, he would come and save you. You're nothing but a fool.
0: I was about to reply to him when the men came and whisked us away. I was very puzzled. Everyone was talking so fast and things were being done so hastily. Something weird was happening. Boy, did that turn out to be an understatement. They took us through town to the preparation area. My two companions were given to their two prisoners. Before long, they were off on their journeys. The left cross carried a man, and both were cursing and throwing a fit. The right cross's man was definitely guilty, but made no ruckus. I was alone and confused. Surely there was another man going to the skull, as we called the top of that horrible hill. Yet there was no one there. Then I heard it. It seemed like there was an angry mob. People were yelling, crying, and begging for this crucifixion. I heard the lashing of leather, the clanging of chains, and the beating of fists. From a long way off, I suddenly heard a yowl. It was as silent as a whisper, but I could feel every complaint. It was a branch, another tree species. It had thorns all around it. It was complaining about being twisted together. It was hurting from the pain, but that's not why it was so upset. Something was very wrong. I was then distracted by another small piece of wood. It was being carved. Again, the pain was felt, but that was not the suffering. It ached and whimpered about the words being scripted on it and its use. Suddenly, I was jolted back to attention. Soldiers were grabbing me and nailing the sign on me. It was then that I was able to read it. It simply stated, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. What? This can't be right. These signs are used as a statement of a condemned man's crime. This not only had Jesus' name, but also his title. The men thrust me onto to the back of Jesus. I was confused. Hurt and shocked. What was happening? His body was torn and beaten. The sickening sounds of the leather, chains, and fists came flooding back to me. I felt a small thrust and realized the branch of thorns was forced down on his head. It's horrible. They've taken him. They've beaten him. And they've begged for his crucifixion. It's as if these people have gone mad. These evil ones don't even realize he's the creator. My father! My creator! No! How can this be? There must be a mistake. Every emotion I had was throbbing all at once. Tell them! Just tell them who you are!
2: This... is the way it has to be.
0: Jesus was so beaten and torn that he kept stumbling under my weight. Oh, Maker, you who have created the whole earth, the sun and moon, the all in all. This is all wrong. I should be carrying you instead of the opposite. Please, let me help you. Jesus then fell again. I didn't think he would be able to get up. My spirit was crushed. A soldier yanked a man out of the crowd. He shoved me on top of the new man as he kicked Jesus up to his feet. The crowd was swarming. It was a sea of faces. Everything was blurry. Some people were cursing and shouting. Others were reserved, not knowing how to feel. Several were crying, some softly as they knew this was wrong and others openly weeping for their savior. We finally reached the skull. My two other friends were already erected with their criminals slowly dying. I was knocked to the ground and the creator was laid upon me, hands outstretched. Bang! 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 The stabbing of the nails brought searing pain with each blow. In seconds I could feel his warm blood mixing into my grooves. Part of Jesus, my Savior and Creator, was interacting with part of me, and not just physically. I could taste the salt in his blood and feel the pain and anguish of his soul. Oddly, I felt two different emotions. The first was pain and physical anguish. It was from the human side. Then, from somewhere deep within, he was happy, almost joyous at this ending. My Maker, my Creator, the God of all, I do not understand. These people are the ones doing wrong. They should be up here clinging to me with their last breath. Why? Why don't you get down and show them? The angels wait even now for your command. The whole earth is at your beck and call. Every tree, every rock, all the dirt and water. We need only your permission and we will make this fair and just. Please stop the pain.
2: There, there. It's all under control. Today is meant to be an unjust day. For in three days, justice will come to all forever. I am pleased at how you love me. You are very special indeed. That is why you have been my chosen one. I made you just for this purpose. (laughs) Hey, if you are the maker, save yourself and us. You're right, master of all. You can't even master this.
0: His criminal, painfully struggling for breath, slew insults at Jesus too. Those two were made for each other.
1: We are punished justly for what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom.
0: His cross agreed, saying,
1: Yes, Master. I may not have always believed, but now I give you all of me.
0: Again, the perfect man for the perfect cross. Suddenly, everything went dark. The sun refused to shine. It was total darkness, not even a moonbeam, in the middle of the day. The whole of creation was beginning to change.
2: Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit.
0: At this, he breathed his last breath. The earth began to shake and rumble. Mountains clapped, seas roared, trees bowed, and rocks rolled about. Later that night, I couldn't help but reflect on the events of the day. It seemed a lifetime ago that I had awakened to a sun kissed early morning sky, when in fact it was less than 24 hours my life had certainly been turned upside down. Yes, life would never be the same again, but I couldn't help feeling that was a good thing for this old rugged cross.
1: We hope that you've enjoyed this original story by Trisha Draper. Today's actors were Trisha Draper as the old rugged cross, Larry Fair as the left cross, Marcus Draper as the right cross, Melanie Fair as the crown, Paul Stein as Jesus, and Logan Draper as the right man. Please visit us on our website, www.themessengersradio.com Look for us on Facebook and Twitter as well. Simply look for Messengers Radio. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to The Messengers. You can join us for previous episodes at themessengersradio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Messengers Radio, and check us out on SoundCloud at The Messengers.